Welcome to the MHI Cast, the show where we talk to the industry's best minds to uncover their supply chain stories. We explore real-world case studies and get unique perspectives on key trends and emerging technologies from every corner of the material handling, logistics, and supply chain space. Women play a pivotal role in building supply chains, from creating and working with innovative technology and solutions to leading and mentoring the next generation of professionals. It's clear women in the supply chain industry are consistently pushing the limits of what is possible. In this episode of MHI Cast, we talk with four key women leaders about technology, integration, and their take on leadership. We have with us today Melanie Wise, Megan Smith, Erin Donnelly, and Sinead Sullivan. Melanie Wise is the VP of Robotics Automation at MHI member Zebra Technologies and self-described robot ninja. I like that. Uh, She obviously specializes in robotics, but there are also uh, other innovations that come hand-in-hand with robots. Technologies such as data and cloud computing play a huge role in being able to optimize operations. Melanie, if businesses have multiple locations and want to use the data they gather to make improvements across the board, How would they go about doing that? You, at some point, are going to have to bring all that data together into a giant data lake. And the only way to really do that is if you have a, if you have some connection out of the facility into something else. Now, you could have a corporate data lake that you have that's in its own, like, special place at corporate, but that's a lot of overhead or you can pipe all of that data up to the cloud. And then it doesn't really make sense to hold it on-prem if you're just gonna copy it all to the cloud. Um, And so no matter what, you wanna get out of these data silos and put them into large data repositories that can be optimized over. And so eventually the data does have to leave the site to go do something interesting with it. Now, I imagine the best way to do this is by putting the data on the cloud, but not everyone has you know, started using the cloud yet. So what do you think is holding people back? The biggest concern is whether there's, that the system's going to be secure. And I think that there's a lot of misinformation about the cloud versus on-prem and which one is more secure. And if you, if you look at it, Typically, being in the cloud is more secure because of some of the the capabilities that third-party hosting organizations like Azure or AWS or uh, Google Cloud Platform offer in terms of they have large security teams that are constantly improving the the security of the systems. Um, Whereas a small company may not be able to have that kind of security infrastructure. Um, but that, that's, a, that's a big challenge because uh, some companies just have policies that are, we don't do cloud. Um, so that can be a barrier at some point. But your alternative is you install these really high-end servers at every location to do these, these calculations. But that really isn't scalable. You know, if there's one thing we've all learned, it's that we need to be ready to scale. And if not at a moment's notice, then pretty quickly afterward. Uh, Any quick thoughts? Don't be afraid of the cloud. And really, if you want to start using this technology, really be, I guess, IT forward. Because if you look at it, most of the stumbling blocks early on for deploying new technology, at least from what we've seen, is with IT. 
Okay, let's switch gears now over to Megan Smith. Megan Smith is the CEO of Symbia Logistics. Megan, logistics is essentially connecting all different nodes of the supply chain. What do you look for when integrating all of these things together? Integrated supply chains always been an important concept. But with COVID, with everything that's happened in the last year, and then the technological advancements that we've seen, especially in our space um, within the last five years, integration between those systems, between the people and the technologies that drive them is even more of a critical success factor than it's ever been. The way that I kind of see this orchestration happening is very holistically if you really want to drive success. And to me, it kind of boils down to not just the technical integrations of making sure that your systems are communicating properly, making sure that some of these really complicated integrations happen seamlessly. Yeah, that seems simple enough. Break down the big pieces into bite-sized chunks, making it easier to work with and, and easier to understand. There's also these really simple integrations that have to happen and sometimes you overlook them. So there's proper planning, there's proper leading, there's proper controlling. But for me, what it all boils down to is making sure that there's transparency and honesty between the entire chain. So for me, it's not just your team. It's not just the internal uh, supply chain that you should be looking at. It's all stakeholders involved. So, you know, that's your clients and then that's also your suppliers and then that's the community at large. And communicating all those things in a very transparent, open and honest way for me is how you orchestrate success. And that's totally my opinion, but it's also a proven strategy that we've found, um, you know, in these integrations, again, we'll go from very complicated technical integrations to just a simple Shopify integration. But if you don't have a strategy, and I'm not just talking about a 30, 60 day handoff to operations, I'm talking about having somebody who's the handholder of that relationship. And if you don't have a strategy that really makes the customer and the team and all stakeholders feel like they're on the same path, they're integrated with the same systems, they understand the mission, you're not going to be successful. So really the orchestration for me starts with the basics of honesty, transparency, and then it goes to those technological things. So again, you know, it's really integrating people, systems, technology, and making sure that you're all on the same page and making sure that you have the systems in place to drive that. Okay, next up, I'd like to introduce Aaron Donnelly, Director of Supply Chain Development of the Home Depot. Aaron's going to be speaking to us about her experience in a leadership role. Erin, uh, one of the things people struggle with when they've just started working in a leadership capacity is prioritizing, you know, which is extremely important in material handling and supply chain. So question for you is how did you learn to prioritize when you first started gaining responsibilities? I personally spend a lot of time on this particular topic on how to prioritize and how to create and analyze what makes the most value. I think the first starting point is understanding where you are as a business. So almost doing a SWOT analysis of the industry, of the competitors, and understanding where you're at and determining, do you need to balance the long-term um, effects a little bit more or the short-term? And some keys to that decision tend to be things like, is your business flexible? If it's 
not flexible enough, we probably need some more longer term enhancements and prioritize those things to be ready for changes that tend to happen in the supply chain and disruptions we see and changing customer behavior. Or if we are actually struggling a little bit more on issues with customer service, or if the business needs you know, some more financial leverage, those tend to be more things that we need to deal with and more of the shorter term investments. So starting you know, to kind of analyze where you're at each year, to start out and say, we should be going more towards a longer term investment versus a shorter term investment. And then taking a bucket of all the things that need to be prioritized and trying to nail things down to things that are easily comparable. Would love to dig deeper into that. What what sorts of things would be comparable? So often you have things that have a financial benefit, a customer service benefit, or maybe even a strategic benefit to set you up more for some foundational improvements potentially in the long term. And those things aren't on the same playing field to be able to apples to apples comparison those benefits. That's why it is so important to understand what portion of your investment you want to go in those things since they're not so easy to compare head to head. And then once you've identified you want you know 70% to go towards a strategic investment or 30% to go towards a strategic investment, you can then identify and prioritize just amongst that pot. So it's a more apples to apples comparison. And then some good keys to doing that are putting things into as small an increment as possible. And if you can't do that, then understand something that is going to be a huge investment, but have a huge payout, maybe worth just as much time as something that is a small investment with a small payout. We tend to look at the big payouts and say, that's what we should be focusing on, not taking into account the amount of time that those are going to take compared to some of the small ones that end up adding up over time. And in fact, some of those small ones that add up over time are a lot easier to cross over the finish line than some of these big, massive projects that are going to take years to come to fruition. So you need a balance of both and go in ahead of time, understanding and determining based on that swap analysis, how much you want to invest in both of those. And the other key thing is to make sure when you do roll it up, you think you've prioritized everything correctly, assess the value. If it rolls up and it looks like, ooh, you missed and we aren't investing in anything that's going to improve the customer experience or anything that's going to help us financially, that may be the individual decisions that we made. It seemed maybe right at the time to prioritize one over the other, but when you roll it up, it maybe isn't the right decision. So going back and almost forcing to make sure that you're improving on the strategic things that you want, which should obviously include um, some customer improvements as well. Okay, now last but certainly not least in today's episode, we have Sinead Sullivan, the Director of Safety, Quality, and Compliance for Chick-fil-A. She has some uh, extraordinary leadership experience in addition to overseeing warehouse safety and security fleet operations. And so today we're chatting with her about mentorship. Shaneda, how have you managed to balance the dual roles of leadership and mentorship in your career? I don't think of it as balancing. I actually think about marrying up the two sides. And so when I think about leadership, uh, mentoring others, I feel like you can't be a good leader if you don't have the skill or trait of mentoring others and influencing people. And 
and getting them to realize they can do more than they ever thought about it. I, so I focus a lot on syncing that up as a leader. That's very personal for me and very intentional. And one way that I can tell you I do that is, you know, for myself personally, I have very high standards and I do the same of my team. It's one thing to have high standards, but I'm also about making it very personal with the team that I'm on and the teams that I lead. And I think having that distinction as a leader is important because sometimes we just we might just be one side. Think about the team that we're on versus the team that we are responsible for leading. When reality is that your your influence on the team you're on is sometimes so much more important than the team you lead because how you have been as a person, as an influencer on the team that you're on sets the stage and makes it easier for the team that you lead to get things done. That's my personal experience. And so I focus a lot on that. And how do you go about connecting with your teams, both uh, the ones that you're on and, and the ones you lead? I'm big on making it personal with the team I, people I work with and the people I lead. I want to know about them. I want them to know that I care about them, that I trust them so that they feel empowered to do their day to day job and not worry about, oh, my goodness, Shanita's not going to like this or Shanita's going to have a problem with that. The other thing is I'm very big on taking credit and giving appreciation of the team, not just me. And I think as leaders, sometimes we focus so much on making sure that you personally get the credit when it's not about you. It's about your team. And when your team wins, you win. So I focus a lot in my career and in the different roles I've had. And it's been successful for me is that I don't focus so much on showcasing me as I do on showcasing the we. And showcasing what great things my team is doing. Because I'm the one who hired them or inherited them. I'm the one that has led them through what's going on and through the strategies for the company. I'm their harshest critic, but I'm their biggest fan and encourager. And so for me, when I think about different things in my career, I think about those milestones that has helped me when I have led in that way, just showing appreciation of those individuals because they get more confidence, they get showcased. At the end of the day, I went as well because the focus was on what they did. I tell you, this is excellent, Shaneda. Thank you for such a great message. And I want to thank all of our guests today, including Melanie Wise, Megan Smith, and Aaron Donnelly, and of course you, Shaneda. Uh, if you, the listener, would like to learn more from uh, these amazing professionals in this industry and about their experiences, guess what? They'll be at Modex in Atlanta. The event starts March 28. You better be there. Visit modexshow.com to learn more and to register for free. modexshow.com. Here at MHI, we never stop exploring new opportunities to help you take your manufacturing and supply chain operations to that next level of success. So thank you for making us a part of your professional development journey.